This is Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School. Covering everything we should know as adults that got glossed over in our classrooms. With your host, Wave News anchor, Don G. Thank you for joining me for Things I Need to Learn in Life I Didn't Learn in School. I'm Dawn G. I'm here with my guest, Stuart Bridgman, who is here from Bridge Haven, and we're talking about all those emotions that we have in time, inside that are often really just shook and mixed around during this time of year. We're talking about holiday blues. And you know this is supposed to be what do they call it the most the the most wonderful time the most of the wonderful year. time I couldn't think One, of it mo- most wonderful time of the year yeah for some folks it doesn't turn out like that yeah we set our expectations up really high we uh, schedule a lot of things out of the norm uh, we break our routines and uh, and we expect that we're going to have a, a fantastic time but there's a lot of factors that can lead to the holiday blues. So uh, it could be the fact that um, we have family members that are no longer with us and we are grieving those family members. For some people, it's the amount of light in the day. Uh, we have shorter days, we're not outside as much. Um, and so we just, that, that affects people's mood. Um, it can be the fact that um, you know, we want to make people happy and we want to spend money that we don't have. Um, and it can be that maybe we have an eating issue and, uh, and we're faced with all this holiday food um, and it's affecting how we feel about food and our diets. So there's lots of reasons for people to have the holiday blues. It's normal. Uh, 64% of the population at one point or another will feel that they have the holiday blues and 24% of the population have a really serious time struggle with the holiday blues. So it's normal. So let me ask you uh, this. I'm gonna ask you to pull your mic a little closer to you because yeah, just pull it. Yeah, just pull it. Yeah, there you go. I'm so, um, I wanna make sure people can hear you. Right. Is it being blue this time of year, and I hope I ask, ask this question right, being blue this time of year and people are running around saying it's the most wonderful time of year, does that intensify the feeling because you're sitting there wondering, why the heck am I so blue and everybody else is singing it's the most wonderful time of the year? What's the matter with me in my life? Right, right. Or you know, I think that is that is totally part of it. We are... Um, you know, we're not thinking about ourselves. We're trying to make all those around us happy, or we're looking at um, situations where everybody's done everything to make the perfect image, and we feel that we don't fit that perfect image. And so that, that those two things can cause us to feel blue. So I have a two-pronged question here. What do we do if we are that person that is feeling blue? Do we pretend to, hey, I'm so happy and I'm drinking eggnog with my family? Or do I look at them and say, hey, I'm not feeling it. You know, I just, um, I, I want to stay in my room or I want to sit over here in this corner. Uh, do I do that? And then if I'm that 
person in the family and I kind of have an inkling that something's wrong, do I go over to that person and start questioning, hey, what's up? Right. So, so everything is, you know, it, uh, based on that person, the individual person situation. So we don't know it. We can only assume things. So if it's a family member, we're worried about them. You know, you can just go, hey, let's, you know, what's going on? Let's talk to me. What's going on? And you could ask them about their feelings. How, how have you been feeling lately? What's been going on? Um, you know, you seem a little bit withdrawn or whatever, it, you know, because it may be our internal feelings and they may say, hey, I feel fine. They don't want to necessarily feel interrogated by you, but you want to be able to talk to them and just ask them. And it's okay to ask um, serious questions like, hey, have you, if someone is really, really withdrawn and you're worried about that they could be suicidal, you can say, hey, all right, I'm worried about you. Have you been thinking about hurting, you know, killing yourself or suicide or is that thought enters your mind. It does not bring it on. Yeah, people think if I say the word suicide, I'm going to make them commit suicide because what if they didn't even think about it and I put the idea in their head? It doesn't happen that way. Right, right. And then for yourself, if, you know, you yourself are feeling blue, um, you know, is, is it the change in the routine? Can you what can you do to make this holiday special for you? What are the things that you can do to take some control over all the activities? If you feel overextended, you know, maybe limit yourself. Give yourself just a moment of quiet and give you take that time for yourself. If you're isolated, really, you know, you need to go out and try to find other people to socialize with. You can volunteer. There's millions of places during the holidays that are looking for volunteers and and it's important to get out and be around other people because if you're by yourself and you're isolated and then you think well no one's going to call me no one's no one cares about me well you could not get out of bed all day you'll be depressed and and that feeling will be validated by your own behavior so you need to go out and make sure that you find some way to get out and be around other people and, and, and break the routine and, and take that risk and go for the adventure. Okay, so you just said something really big there. Most of the time, when we are blue, sad, upset about something, ashamed about something, the first thing we do is withdraw. Right. Stay inward or stay by ourselves. And you're saying... that's the one thing you don't want to do. Right. I mean, it's where our intuition, we normally want to value, uh, validate that intuition and say, hey, listen to yourself. Tell what your body needs. But when you're depressed and you want to isolate, that's really the worst thing that you can do. You really need to be around other people. And if you're not picking up the phone and calling people, how are people, how are you going to, people pick up the phone and call you? And if you're a family member, you're worried about someone depressed, Pick up the phone and call them. Just pick up the phone and say, hey, I just want to check in on you, talk to you. I've been thinking about you, blah, 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 and maybe share a story that you like about them to just kind of lift them up for a moment. And that way, because sometimes depressed people push those people that they love away because they just don't think they're worthy. But when they do, when depressed people do push you away, what's the one, two, three of that? What? What do you do? Because they're saying, you know what, I'm good, you know, don't worry about me, or look, I want to be by myself, 
or even harsher things like, you know what, get away from me. You are always bothering me. I don't even like you. How do you get past that barrier? Um, is you know maybe just talking about a story or something that you know that they enjoy and they remember, um, you know maybe send them a coffee. You know just take a coffee. Say hey, I was just at the grocery store. I picked something up. I thought about you here or something. You know that you can just find a way to connect with people. Um, if you're really struggling and you're saying hey I don't know to help, um, you can call that suicide crisis line the 988 number. Um, you don't have to be in crisis yourself, but you can be. You can call that number and get information about uh, that might be more specific to help that person that you're worried about, and they can give people will give you advice on some maybe some alternatives based on your specific situation. So the suicide crisis uh, hotline, which has changed, it is nine eight eight. That has changed now because you automatically get someone that can help you. Correct. It's not like you go and they have to find somebody and connect you to somebody. It's immediately. And what's really nice about the 988 is you can also have a text feature. So if you're not someone that feels like talking, you're really depressed, you can still, you can just text that number as well. Um, so you don't necessarily have to talk to someone. All right. Uh, Seven Counties uh, crisis line is 502 589 4313. I'll say it again, 502-589-4313. That's seven counties. And then you get Bridgehaven. Yeah, Bridgehaven, you know, we are a mental health agency here in town. We provide group therapy, individual therapy. And if you're if you're interested and you feel like, hey, um, for for someone that it has a holiday blues, most of the time it's just a short-term um, issue is if we're getting through the holidays or getting through the dark months. But for someone that doesn't manage it well, it can become a bigger issue. And if that's the case, you know, Bridgehaven's definitely here for you. And if you're not really sure, you can call Bridgehaven. Our number is 502-585-9444. Again, 502-585-9444. You can also look us up online at www.bridgehaven.org. And it will have all our programs, and it will talk about all the services that we provide. Um, and it's just a, just a resource, because I think a lot of times with mental health, people don't know where to access the system. You know, do I have, uh, do I need a therapist? Do I need inpatient? Do I need something, a, a regular, more structured program? So Bridgehaven is a, a place where you can go and, and kind of get that structure and kind of helps organize your thoughts and organize the issues so you can really learn to understand what your diagnosis is and, and be able to um, recover and, and learn how to manage that long term. Um, uh, we, we were just talking before this started about Twitch. It's just so sad that... That's yeah. the young DJ that DJed for Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Uh, they called him Twitch. And the crazy thing is, and again, you don't know what somebody else is going through. You never know. But from the outside looking, here's this young man. Looks like he has everything, a beautiful family. He's talented, and he takes his own life. Well, and, and this is someone that could obviously have used some help. And, and it doesn't mean that someone has to to look like they have a disability. I mean, there are, there are many people out there in the work world 
that can benefit from some group therapy, individual therapy, to learn about their their diagnosis and learn how to manage it. Because many many people do uh, manage it, and when you have well managed uh, diagnosis, they do come with some superpowers. They have some special skills that you know we don't always talk about. Someone that is depressed can be risk adverse. They can look for those things, and if that member on your team can help you, kind of. Uh, think about the the things that you may not you know realize could be situations and problems. So so you know someone with depression um, is you know if you're worried about leaving their house, you have a lot of anxiety. That is you know you're you're thinking about the future, and so um, part of us you know our job is to kind of mitigate some of that so we're not overthinking about it and seeing what you can control about your future and so you can manage those anxieties. Now I don't know if this is true but someone had said he had made a bad money investment and had lost most of his savings and if that's true or not true I bring that up simply to say that even if that was the case, you know how you you have a situation and it just looks like it's the end, right? Things change. Yeah. And sometimes we don't get that. Like that dire situation that seems like the end right then, given an hour, it's going to change. Something about it is going to change. It's like the Kentucky weather. If you don't like it. If you change. don't like it, hang on. It's <laughs> yeah. going to change. Yeah. I mean, another thing you might try to do during the holidays is limit your social media contacts because well I think you should always limit your social media <laughs> so people are posting their their mountaintop moments you know they're not posting their valleys necessarily on social media um, so so if you get in there and you're you know you're saying all these people are living all this stuff and you set these expectations for yourself we all have days that we struggle and and, and we're not feeling that great it's and and that's and that's okay because really there is no normal. We're yeah, there's all, we're all we all just are going through you know and but I I just bring that up because I wish if you know maybe in in his darkest moment he's thinking I have totally messed it up for my entire family. If he just would have held on, somebody would have helped. You know, things may have changed for his family, but his family still loves him. You know, and right. I'm just making this up. I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying it's never like you think it is. And things will change, or you can get help, or you just need to make it through that dark minute. Right, and, and change is hard, and change is, is, is takes a commit from from you and that sometimes that's important to have that therapist or a sounding board to help you kind of talk through and think through as you problem solve parts of your life that are complex. And uh, when I'm stressed or have anxiety about work issues, I go to UofL, talk to my professor. He doesn't have the stresses about the job that I have. And so he thinks more clearly in like depression when you're wanting to isolate at home, that's the wrong thing. Sometimes we make decisions that are, that are not the right decision because we're making them out of stress. When we're all calm and relaxed, we're able to actually make better decisions 
and, and be better focused and make a better plan for our future. So when we're really under the, under the gun, it's important to have someone to talk to. It doesn't have to be a therapist. It could be a really good friend. Uh, it could be a family member that you trust. It could be your spiritual leader. Um, any of those people that you can talk to that kind of just help you walk through and, 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 and be honest with yourself so that you can be open to um, the feedback that those people give you and, and, give, and take a change. And, and change feels uncomfortable, but the, the inside, you know, the, the opposite side of that is a much more fulfilling and rich life. From these experiences, we, we gain wisdom and we make, you know, we have a better view of what's possible outside of ourselves. I, I think, too, that we should never react while we're in the midst of emotion. I think that's, I always tell myself if I'm angry, if I'm overly sad, if I'm like overly happy, like hold on girlfriend, just, just ease down, don't react in that because you just, you need to be in a centered place always if you're going to do something. Right, and sometimes it's trying to make sure you identify what you're feeling. You know, sometimes we're really not aware of our own feelings and, and what they are, and talking to someone can help you really say, what what is it? Because to me, if, uh, if I'm feeling sad, maybe it's because I'm something that happened in my past. I'm missing a family member, uh, a tradition, a Christmas tradition, a holiday tradition that, that I've always experienced. And so I have that sadness. If I'm anxious, it's about going out and doing something new and, and am I going to be prepared or what will people think? So I have, so I prepare myself, you know, like coming in here, talking to you today. Um, to anger is is uh, it's normally about change, and it's something that you have to change and typically change about yourself. And then you say, okay, what do I need to change so that I can manage my my anger? And when you think about change, then you're able to kind of figure out what you need to do to to move forward. I've I've also noticed too. It's funny. I come in contact with a lot of people. And uh, sometimes somebody will s snap at me. You know, I'll think it's snapping. You know, right. I think, you know, and I go, well, what, what did I do to them? I didn't do anything to them. Then I'm carrying around that, you know, or uh, I don't know. Somebody will just address me in a way that I take it on as if I did something. And so the whole day I'm walking around angry like that. I didn't deserve that. Like I didn't do anything. And I call it, I call it, don't pick up somebody else's baggage. Right. And it never fails when I see the person an hour later, they're laughing with me. And I learn it didn't have anything to do with me. Right, right. So, so I we, always say, don't pick up somebody's baggage. It has nothing to do with you. Oh, well, it's, so, it's like funny. Like you could be having a really bad day and someone can't. Can you believe this voicemail that someone left me? Can they? Can you believe what it is? And then I go listen to it. And it's like, I'd, I'd like to pick my son up today at 3 o'clock. Is that okay? And I'm like, it doesn't sound angry to me. Right. But, but, they, but somehow. <laughs> that person, yeah. you know, it sounds angry. You yeah. know? And it's just how we project our own feelings yeah. in situations. And, and it. 
it's so sometimes that's a it's a good reason to talk to someone and it's therapy is not a mystery it's just talking to someone and understanding these things and and thinking about yourself in a little bit more complex way so that you kind of understand and you can be aware so that when these things happen you can you can try to you know re change your reaction so that you can get a more positive outcome about situations but i think too sometimes people have no idea how to take that first step like right. you're at work and on that board there's the it's EAP what's it? I forget employment what that's employment assistance program okay so you see the employment assistance program you see the number there you don't even want to go over there because you don't want anybody to know that and I don't know why we're that way either where shame become attached to everything like it's, that it's just mental health has had it for because a long if time. you had cancer you come in and tell everybody you had cancer if you have diabetes if you, you had tell diabetes, you would say, oh my God, can you believe I've got to stick myself with a needle? You'd talk about it and tell everybody. And I, can't, I can't eat all this Christmas I can't, food. Oh, I can't eat that. I right. can't eat. You would tell everybody. Right. But if you were sad or depressed, oh, you know, I want to go over and look at the EAP, but I don't want anybody to know that, I, you know, I'm going to, I want to go well, talk to somebody. worry about, you know, will my, what will my coworkers think? Am I not a, am I not strong enough to do my job or will my boss think that I'm not able to do my job or whatever. And, you know, your employer is providing that EAP because they want their employees to be healthy and strong and they don't want them just to be physically healthy. They want them to be mentally healthy. And so, you know, the EAP, EAP is a, a service that employers pro provide and people should utilize that service. to. But go we, so my, my question is, we don't even know how to take that first step. Right. All you have to do is is call that number, go write that number down, take a photo of it, get in your car on the way home, call, and see if you can find and set up an appointment, and uh, then go in there and talk to someone about your issues and 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 just give it a go, see what it goes, and see where it goes, and see what you find out about yourself. And I've I've also heard folks say, um, oh. I heard somebody say just not long ago, like, I, I don't know if he said he didn't like the person or maybe it's like he didn't fit with the person. And I can remember my mom had an oncologist and we just didn't like him. And I said, well, we're going to go to another oncologist. And my mom was like, we can't do this. We can't do that. Right. I was like, mom, we pay him. Like, he doesn't pay. We, we can leave him. Like, right. We pay him. If like, you, we can leave him. If you went on vacation someplace and then you really didn't enjoy where you, you would stayed, leave. You will go someplace else the next vacation. Hello. Right? So it's. But it's, people think you can't. Oh, you can't. Oh, I can't leave that doctor. What do well, I do? Well, I'll hurt his feelings. Well, I hurt his feelings. Hurt, <laughs> it's not about his feelings. It's about it's your about feelings. Mine. It's about your feelings. That's why you're there. Yeah, so, so if you yes. don't fit with that. Person, because you have to, ha you have to have a trust and a fit with that person that you're talking to, or you're not going to have that connection, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to, you got to find someone that that you connect with and that is is helpful to you. And if uh, that first session it doesn't work out, just call back and say, hey, that person didn't work. I'd like to try someone else. And and it's there are other people there that you can talk to for sure. So. Is there um, anything uh, that I've forgotten to ask that you know people need to know? Um, 
the the main things I would say um, is try to keep your routine, uh, exercise, um, you know, be around other people. Um, it's okay to say no if you're too busy. Um, and some people really, really struggle with food and eating problems. And this time of year is a really hard time for them. And so just, just be sensitive to that when, if people are, you know, not wanting to partake in the food, just, it's okay. Don't push it. Don't push it. Yeah. Just, you know. And exercise is a hard one too, because when I'm sad or upset or mad or something, exercise is the last thing I want to do. Like I want to lay down and be sad and cry about it. I don't want to go exercise. That exercise <laughs> manages that stress and it just helps you just to be calm and chill. And it's, it's, uh, we're not talking about, you know, wearing yourself out or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's about getting your heart rate up and, and, and burning a few calories and, and letting go of some of that stress because it's just a natural way for our bodies to do that. So um, also, you know, limit the alcohol. Uh, I think it was during the pandemic, 64% of people drink. And after the pandemic, I think 60%. So not everybody's drinking. It's okay. Uh, drink water. Keep yourself hydrated. And, um, and we ended up finding, uh, with that isolation during the pandemic, too, we had more problems with opioids and addiction and abuse. Right, right. Um, you know, make choices that you're going to feel good about tomorrow. Don't make, you know, those, those things are not going to be a solutions to um, your anxiety or your problems. They're just going to add to it long term. So... Again, I want to give the suicide uh, and crisis line. That's 988. 988. It has changed. Uh, and can you give Bridgehaven again one more time? Yeah, Bridgehaven is 502 585 9444. We're happy to talk to you and answer any questions. Um, also, one other website you may want to go to is www.nami.org. And that the, you can go to Holiday Blues, and they have a little summary of things that you can do uh, to manage the Holiday Blues. And that's the National <coughs> Alliance for Mental Illness. That's right, National Alliance for Mental um, Illness. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Don. Always a pleasure to be here um, and um, talk about these things that people need to know about. Well, they're important. We need to knock down those walls of shame and There's no there yeah, there's no shame. There's, there's no shame. There's no stigma out there. You know, it's just it's okay and I think we just need to be like our younger kids and it's okay to just share your feelings and talk about your feelings. And, yeah, cuz they share everything. They yeah. just they just say it, put it out there. Yeah. And I so, love it. So, we could talk forever, but yes, Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So very much as always. I thank you all for uh, listening. Please let me know some of the the things that you want to hear. I have gotten a few uh, uh, suggestions and I thank you and we'll be talking about those. So things I need to learn in life, I didn't learn in school. Thank you for listening. <laughs>